Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode. Contreras tells me to shut up and ask me questions if I was confusing. I had my weekly family Zoom call tonight on Friday. Usually we chat as a family from 7 to about 8. And as the Zoom call ended, I took care of business, grabbed something to drink, flipped on the radio, headed into the headed back into my room and heard that the Cubs were already up was it two to nothing and then shortly thereafter three to nothing and Jack Flaherty was done after two and change innings very much helped very much uh, I don't know that Woodford or Reyes or the lefty Webb the gold glove winner Webb um, I don't know if any the way I look at it Woodford is probably done until Monday and Reyes or Webb can pitch probably one of the next three games, but certainly not two of the next three games. So take your pick on which one they can be in. Just chiseling away a little bit at the edges. Cubs with a 4-1 to win. And it's time to look at the Magic numbers, again, because that's what I like to do instead of the wins and losses and all that kind of stuff. Um, Cubs are 23-15. and 15. Cardinals' magic number to no longer be a concern to the Cubs is 23. Brewers is 19. Reds, 16. Pirates, 13. Reds and the Pirates have two games remaining in their season, ser- in their season series. And they play on Saturday and Sunday. So they will be knocked down to either 15, 13, uh, 15, 12, 16, 11, something like that. You know, they're going to start getting low. But the important thing is the Cardinals and the Brewers have 10 games to go. So no matter how the rest of the Cubs series goes, the Cardinals and Brewers are going to have start having numbers subtracted rather soon. I'm pretty much looking at this series as if the Cubs win three, they sweep. If the Cubs win two of three, that's not even close to a horrible thing. Uh, If the Cubs can win three, that's a sweep. If it's four or five, it's just as good as three, really, because... The goal is to get the Cardinals down to zero, and if the Cubs can win two of the next... Uh, two of the next four, it's going to be really difficult to, for the Cardinals to go from sub-20 with 10 games still to go against the Brewers to being able to take the Cubs out. It's just going to be very difficult. Um, you Darvish was incredible, and Wilson Contreras told me to shut up. Why are you saying I should not be a designated hitter ever? Why... Uh, when Darvish pitches, Contreras will DH. Unless there's some compelling other reason not to, like the magic number's at zero. 
Contreras was fantastic today. Drove in runs three different times. And the Cardinals only scored once. Kudos to Rowan Wick. He's had an up-and-down season, but he entered in the classic middle leverage relief situation. Entered in a 4-1 to game in the eighth inning. The le middle leverage guy in the eighth inning with a 4-1 to lead. Obviously, you'd like a 3-up, three, a three 3-down three inning every single time. But in reality, if you can have a middle leverage reliever come in in a 4-1 to leading situation in the eighth inning, and he faces four batters or less, finishes the inning, and doesn't walk anybody, you take that every single time. And the first batter, I think it was 2-1, and Tommy Edmond hit it to the track. That's fine. Just don't walk him. Just don't walk him. Then there's a hit in there somewhere, and he got two outs. A very effective inning for Wick. And uh, Jeremy Jeffress did his job as well. You might not like to see Jeffress go that early in the series. But again, it was a case of just get the win. Don't argue. Don't complain. Don't question. Don't wonder. One thing to wonder, and I'm not sure how the Cubs are going to do this. Ron Coomer was talking a bit about how the Cubs might go with a bullpen game tomorrow. Possibly use Rowan Wick for three, then Winkler for an inning or two. And then if they would do it that way, what they would more than likely do is call up Adbert Elzele as the extra man for the doubleheader. Use him in game one. And then have the bullpen game in game two. I don't prefer that. I don't prefer that. I'd much rather send down Jason Adam, call up Adbert Elzele, use him in game one, call up Tyson Miller. And yes, I am using my arm as a crane, picking up things, dropping them, picking up other things and dropping them in other places. Tyson Miller should start game two tomorrow. Uh, and it's not even to the point of where I think Tyson Miller is going to go four and a third innings and pitch brilliantly. That's not it. That's not it. The Cubs are in decent position. Adbert Elzele should pitch game one. No question about it. No question about it. Look for him to go about five. If he goes any more than five, that's amazing. If he gets the win, that's amazing. Wonderful. Keep the pressure on. Make the Cardinals show up. Make the Cardinals represent. Throw strikes. Change speeds. But in game two, at some point, the Cubs have to decide two things between now and the end of the season. How many guys that they have are legitimate options for the rotation next season? Period. Is Tyson Miller one of those guys you either want at the back end of the rotation or more likely in Iowa on the shuttle coming up as pitchers become injured. The standard protocol for having a 40-man roster, you'll have two or three or four starters who are in AAA just hanging around, getting their innings in, getting their innings in, and when something happens to someone, 
they get called up, they get a chance, and they get to show how much they have. Is that a lot? Is that a little? Is that nothing? That's what you're trying to find out. Tyson Miller, at some point between now and November, really ought to have a chance to display if he justifies a 40-man roster spot in the offseason. Does he? I don't know. I'd like to think so, but I'm biased and I admit it. Uh, I'd like to see Tyson Miller be good enough to be the the guy. Uh, But you can't say that for sure if you haven't seen him. He pitched one game. It was against the Cardinals. He lasted two innings. Probably this time they would be able to extend him a little bit further, particularly if he doesn't run into pitch count trouble. Get maybe three or four innings out of him. And then switch it over to the bullpen. And then I'm doing the crane thing. You grab Tyson Miller and you drop him back in South Bend because that's the way things go. Get three or four innings out of him. See what he's got. If he ends up going, let's say, let's say he has an outing exactly like Jack Flaherty had. Well, now you have more information. Is it good information? Is it bad information? It's all going to depend upon how well he does. And maybe he takes a step forward and looks like, you know, he actually might be a decent pitcher. I don't know. I don't know, and probably you don't either. Um, I do appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I This afternoon, twice, you know how on your phone you have the ringtones? Not really ringtones, but dingtones. So when something happens, I can tell when I have a Facebook notification. I can tell when I have some other sort of a notification. I heard a different ding tone on my phone. It's like, what's that? Except I didn't say what's that. I had another word in there. Um, and then later tonight, I, I found out my brother told me he had subscribed to my podcast. So I figured, okay, since I got, I probably have a new sound for... Um, the podcast subscription. So that's that's good to hear. But uh so whenever I hear that ding tone, if you guys give me that ding tone, you're you're my best friend forever. Um one one other thing to mind, I am doing looks at the 40 man roster, uh, the players who are on in the 60 man player pool, but not on the 25 man roster. Um, I'm trying to keep it entertaining and educational, though sometimes people like to hear more about people that they're familiar with. But uh, the concept of why is he in South Bend if he's not going to contribute in Chicago, that's basically what the premise is. Listen to the podcast. If there's one that you have a friend that you might want to share that with, do that too. Uh, sponsorships are amazing as well. But just listen. I appre- it, it really make, it makes it worth it when I look at my numbers and oh cool people have been listening today it's it's amazing um the cubs are really in good shape right now they're up four and a half and it's very possible very possible to win two of the next four against st louis regardless what the cubs pitching looks like one of the starters should be kyle Hendricks. so uh if they can win that game and they can win one of the other three, St. Louis will not be a concern in the regular season. And then St. Louis and Milwaukee will knock themselves out and 
everybody's got to play the Reds, so, you know, there's that too. Um, it was a fun, relaxing game. Darvish, 11 strikeouts out of 12 hitters. One batter reached, and he hit a fly ball to um, Mabin that, that landed in the basket. You're good with that. Up for no walks, no walks, no walks, no walks. Perfect. Make him hit the ball and don't let him hit the ball. The way I look at it with Darvish, he has what, seven, eight pitches? And of his seven and eight pitches, he has like a five, six, eight mile an hour range on what he can throw any of those pitches at. He's throwing them all for strikes and all in the black. Time that up. And in what one that I thought was amusing was in the was it the ninth? Yeah, I think it would eighth or ninth. Uh, Dylan Carlson. Yeah, that would have been the ninth. Um, leading off against Jeffress. Jeffress has a full count, and the pitch is a bit low. Dylan Carlson called out on strikes. Carlson looks back to the umpire and appears to give him the really. What's your strike zone? To which Angel Hernandez probably responds. Rook, nobody knows my strike zone. I don't even know my strike zone. So when it's Angel Hernandez, swing the bat because you have no idea what his strike zone is. You might know exactly what it is two minutes ago, but it might have changed because the weather, because the wind blew. Um, very, very, very fun game. Well played, except for the pop fly to Tyler Webb, which was hilarious. And... uh a web gem with two M's, I guess. W-E-B-B-G-E-M-M. Uh, yeah, it was it was amusing. It was fun. And Contreras, if he can start to turn it around a little bit, it makes the Cubs offense one bat deeper in the lineup. Um, doubleheader tomorrow. I will presumably have some information around, oh, I don't know, 132 o'clock when it's announced who the starting pitchers are going to be. I'm really hoping it will be Alzale and Miller in game two, as opposed to a bullpen game, because if you're going with a bullpen game, that's just clogging up the innings for the bullpen, which is kind of shaky anyway. Get eight or nine outs out of Tyson Miller. And then turn it over to the bullpen and see what they can give you. And if Alzo, my baseline for Alzale, if he can go 15 outs tomorrow, I'm completely good with pretty much anything. Keep, keep everybody healthy. And it does sound like uh, Ian Happ is going to be good. And with the win overnight, with the win on Friday... If they do decide they want to have Hap play one of two games, that's fine because, again, as long as you're looking at winning the series 3-2, to two, potentially winning the series 3-2, to two, that's really all. That That's... 3-2 and two is almost a birdie. 3-2 and two is almost a birdie, and 2-3 and three is almost a par. Uh, I, I'll get some pushback. No, you have to go four and one. No, you don't. No, you don't. 
I'm looking at the numbers. 23, 19, 16, 13. The Cardinals have, what, four doubleheaders in their next eight days? Four in their next eight? They can win. They can win all of them. But if anything goes wrong, Dexter Fowler's hurt and they're playing Tommy Edmond in right field. Tommy Edmond is not an outfielder. I thought they had more outfielders than that. Apparently not. Um, no, it was it was nice. It was very very cheerful, very pleasant, very relaxing. Almost like it was twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen in the middle of the summer. You have one of those nights where the minor league system goes four and one. Just absolutely ideal, absolutely ideal. And it sounds like Hap will be back sooner than feared. And enjoy, enjoy, and maybe even have an adult cocktail to celebrate your Friday night. Thanks for stopping by Prearb Excellence. I'll try to post another podcast as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to make that one worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs, go. And be nice to people.